Hey everyone, and thank you so much for listening, or for listening, to another episode of Everything in Me. It is your host, Sam, um, me, myself, and I, once again today. I know in many episodes ago, I was like, I'm going to get more people, I'm going to get more people, but then life happened, and that didn't really happen, but um, I wanted to come on and kind of talk about something that is very, very fresh, as I like to do, where I'm not really like pulling from my past experiences, but there's a little bit of that. Um, I don't really have a topic for this episode, so whenever I come up with one, it'll show up, but right now, I think the messaging, the energy that I'm getting right now is really helping me understand about standing your ground as far as where you stand, how you feel about certain things, protecting your peace, um, just this whole aura of these other energies that you can easily sometimes be drawn into, be triggered by, um, be pushed, be pulled, you name it. Um, once you kind of understand that, you kind of see it a little bit differently. And I think that's where I'm at now. You know, this this process is such a therapeutic experience for me. And today especially has been a very um, trying, um, productive, just a very like roller coaster of a day where, you know, things have just surprised me left and right. But I want to say when you are put in a position where, you know, your friendship is being called upon, your loyalty is being called upon, um, you know, who you stand for as yourself, as an individual, you know, is being tested. Um, you, your, your self-care is being, you know, what seemingly pulled away from you, you know, things are starting to feel like they're pulling and pushing, pulling and pushing, pulling and pushing. And that little like tick, that little chaotic tick starts to show up in its own way, where it's basically saying something's up. This is a, a like a very easy road for you to go down and to be essentially like ripped from what you know, ripped from the things you've built. And you have to get control back. You have to adjust. You have to regroup really, really quickly as soon as you start to feel that. And I think that understanding can be really tricky for some where you're going to have to start saying no, you're going to have to create, start creating a space in which you can still be you and, and go within that nucleus to not view, you know, your current stage in life as one of those things where you're just riding the wave and you have no control. You're not contributing anything. You're just there. It's just you being a dud. Um, today I'm definitely mentally exhausted and it's just due to so many different things that I'm peeking through, that other people are peeking through, that circumstances are peeking through. And it's one of those days that it's caught me off guard, obviously, because I was not anticipating this. But I think it's a great example of what it means to level up. So when you are in a place where you've done some research about your spirituality, you're in a, um, a place where you're trying to understand yourself you are recognizing habits, you are dealing with your triggers, you are on top of your game, you are, you know, researching, you are living your truth, you are being an example, not only to yourself, but to others, you are investing in yourself, you are protecting your peace, you are creating those boundaries, you are, you know, really celebrating who you really are. There becomes a a different, 
expectation level, um, operation level in general, it's like a higher frequency because you've decided to put yourself in a different place. You've focused or you have strategized or you have loved yourself, you know, from a, a different angle. And I really feel like that's my current status where all the things that I've been saying and all the things that I've been, you know, wanting to do or trying to be genuine with are starting to show up. They're starting to show up for me. They're starting to show up for others and all the predictions and just all the different things that I've manifested are starting to bubble up. Now, because of this, this requires you to pay the fuck attention. And I want to say that loud and clear, pay the fuck attention. This right here is when things can go really, really bad. If you don't stay on top of them, this does not mean control them. This means pay attention. This means listen to the signs. This means, um, do the work. This means show up for yourself, show up for others, understand your role. Don't overstep your boundaries. This is what that means. Now, it can be very, very easy to do these things because habits start to form or come up. Triggers are definitely there. I know I'm dealing with a couple myself, you know, in giving yourself to others or participating in places or doing things that you wouldn't necessarily normally do. You start to feel this detachment from who you are and what you know and what you want to be. But the reality is, as you start to detach, you start to grow. You start to put yourself in another box or just another place in life where you weren't originally. So now here you are in this new space, this new element, this new um, habitat, horizon, whatever you want to call it. And you're going to have to get comfortable in this uncomfortableness. And it's really tricky because again, I'm speaking in complete like you know, these clouds here, I'm up in these clouds right now and it can be really hard to articulate, but essentially what I'm saying is that when you manifested certain ingredients that you want to have in your life, skills, um, capabilities, understanding, you know, you want these things. Once you are given these things, because again, if you put them out there, they will come. You have to understand you cannot operate in the same mindset. You cannot operate in the same um, capacity. You have to step into your destiny. You have to step into what that next stage brings for you. And you have to start learning a new way to adapt to it. Now, it's not easy because I'm in it right now where I feel like, oh my goodness, by opening this door, there's a can of worms. I don't like worms. What am I to do? but I still want to be in this place. I still want to enjoy this door. I think when you're on the other side of like, you know, not having that door open for you, or you're feeling like, you know, when is it going to open or is it going to open? Am I knocking on the wrong door? Is this the right thing for me? I think it's very easy for you to get discouraged, but then people don't like to talk about what it's like when you're on the other side. It's always these, this idea of like, everything's so grits and gravy and amazing and perfect and just, I mean, fantastic, you know, there's nothing to worry about X, Y, and Z, but the reality is there's a lot of scary, unforeseen, um, unexplainable things that you go through for the reason of building, like you're in a whole different world right now. And that is intentional. 
because you wouldn't have gotten here if you hadn't dreamed for better, if you hadn't dreamed for more, if you hadn't dreamed for an understanding in ways that only you and him can correspond. So with that being said, you're going to have to take a step back and understand what is your purpose? What is the point? Um, putting into place strategies, things that you've developed, things that you've kind of, you know, um, acquired with you through this journey so that way you can sustain, you can take care of yourself, you can get acclimated, you know, and that's where I'm at right now, where I've manifested so many great things in my life and I've worked so hard on myself and I want, I can't stress this enough. I think people don't understand what it is to do the work when it comes to being the person you genuinely want to be and need to be for yourself. And that means exposing your vulnerability, vulnerabilities, um, putting yourself in uncomfortable situations, having to relive certain parts of your life in which you put into that black hole a very long time ago and you were not trying to go down just so that way you can do it over or you can look at it differently or you can understand it from another purview. So that way it no longer is that black hole. It is a part of my story. It is a part of who I am as a person and I'm okay with that. There's so many different moments I can just kind of pull from that have given me the strength and given me those aha moments that I needed to level up. And one of those things is listening to the audiobook of Jenny, Jennifer Lewis, um, I think mother of, oh my goodness, I cannot remember the top, mother of black Hollywood or something like that was the name of the book. Well, One thing that stood out to me that she said, you know, she struggled a lot with um, being bipolar and not understanding that, not knowing that, being an entertainer, being black, um, wanting to excel, wanting to do great things, being sexual, wanting to explore that, not really finding the love, you know, wanting to have a kid, so many different things of independence and codependency and all these different things. And it, her journey is very um, deep, to say the lack of better words. Um, very layered, as many of our journeys, but it has a lot of hot spots in which, you know, I found to be very intriguing because from what I know or from what I understand, her, um, just her, her presence seems to be confused a lot of the times. Either she's loved or she's hated. And so what that sends to me is that you basically are your own being. And when you're in that position or sometimes in that light, you know, from my standpoint, it's you got to be comfortable within yourself because you know what you're presenting is not always going to be well received. And in order to do that, in order to rise above that, you have to be very comfortable. Now, granted, everyone ideally should be this way with themselves, but we know that's not a reality. And that's always some effort that has to go in constantly. You know, once you do the work, you have to sustain that work as well too, because you're going to be hit with different milestones and different levels in which they're going to be tested again to see where do you stand on that. But going back to Jennifer Lewis and her, her book, something that stood out, like I said, to me was the fact that she really believed um, owning her truth was the key to everything. And what does that mean by owning your truth? Um, that essentially means to own to me, the things that are ugly, the things that are beautiful, 
the things that are unknown, the things that you could be doing better, the things that you should have done better, the things that you want to do better, everything that is of you. That's really fucking hard to do. Really hard to do. But I think it's a process of a bit by bit kind of thing. And there goes my dream team just reminding me of like, as I engage with them and every one of them knows me on a different level. And that's something I definitely want to give them credit for because they know me of different parts of my life. Um, They know me from different personalities that I have. And I don't want to say that I'm, you know, not even crazy, but um, that I do have like multiple characters that come out of me. But, you know, going to the point of like understanding how you project yourself isn't always how people receive you. So because they receive me differently, that's, that's the side that I am with them. And so sometimes they're very surprised by certain sides or how I project myself in certain situations because they don't perceive me as that person. Um, but overall, I think the idea of like owning my truth helped me build and unlock essentially this new level unlock this new wave, this new experience, this new world that I'm in. And there's so much work that goes on behind the scenes to, to come to this conclusion. But first and foremost, it really takes the energy of reminding oneself that you are capable. You are, you are here, you are destined, you are going to progress. You are going to keep moving. You are not going to let the same things bother you, trigger you, put you in a place of insecurity, intertwine that with the, with the love of God and, and just the whole process of building that relationship with him. I know there's still so much more room for me to grow and so much more, um, space that I need to absorb in order to be the full person that I want to be. But I think it's important for everyone to understand that this is a process This is not an overnight experience. And when it comes to patience and when it comes to knowing what is next and knowing where you should be, that's a beautiful, beautiful relationship. When you have connected with God, connected with your spirituality enough to know yourself, to predict yourself, to understand yourself, to rely on yourself, to invest in yourself, support yourself in ways that no one else could ever do. And to be able to use that as a catalyst to feel for the next realm that you belong in, that that is indescribable. That is priceless. That is something you cannot, you cannot make out of nothing. You have to do the work. And I keep saying that because I was talking to one of my dream team girls and that's something that we talk a lot about. But the reality is, When you take the time to listen to yourself, whether it be how you react towards certain individuals, um, react when you reach your boundaries, when you receive the self-care you so desperately need, when you have a great heart-to-heart with God, or you're in your mojo, you're in your zone, and you're just feeling that high, that almost like that runner's high that they talk about. When you connect with yourself and give yourself that kind of attention, because that's really what it is. 
all of these things exist within you already. I want to make that very clear. I'm not speaking of stuff that you don't have or you don't already possess. It's things that you already have. And that sounds so cliche, but it's a, it's really the truth. It's It's just more of how can I tweak the things or the habits or the behaviors that I currently possess and put them in the position to see the light, see the truth, see who I really am. Because there's so much fear embedded in our everyday lives, our decisions, our well-being. And I think it's very easy to go to the negative. And if you're going to go there, for whatever reason, if you're going to go there, I want you to be very thorough. And what I mean by that is, again, looking at the nastiness the bully, the um, scared little girl, the you know angry person, the controlling person, you know that you genuinely are, and these are the negative things, the things that you've let go, the things that you thought were okay and they're really not okay, the things that you fight, you wrestle with, the things that you were gifted or given by individuals in your life because they let you down, the things that you just feel so ashamed by. And understand those are the things that are on the list that you need to check off. That is where growth comes from. That is where the freedom comes from. That's where the level up comes from. Now, which ones you decide to go to first, that's a different story. If this medium can help you go through it peacefully and go through it in a place where you cause less harm and damage... I thank you for choosing me. I thank you so much for trusting me through this to just have those conversations, whether in your head or with God or the ones you love and to be able to explore those things. Thank you so much. That, that right there is unlike any other, you know, I've been the type of person in search of ways to rethink the way I currently think. Um, I've been in a place where I need to have access to a better way to handle certain things. I'm always looking for resources, always looking for avenues, always looking for routes in which I can evolve and I can grow and I can learn and I can be better. And with that, I have to confront the parts that I'm not so great at and I've been let down and know that that responsibility is not all on me as far as what I was given. So the fact that I was given the short end of the stick is not my fault. And I want to be very clear because I think when you're wrapped up in fear or disappointment or frustration or anger, it's very um, common to look at it and take ownership of it. Take it as if you were the one to blame, you were the one who allowed these things to occur when the reality is it wasn't you. It had nothing to do with you. Some of the things that we fall victim to or we have habits of are just simple simple batons that come from the people we were raised by, the circumstances we were in, and they were given to us as a unwanted gift. And now because we don't know what to do with them, we carry them along and maybe we're trying to give them on to someone else, whether it be our loved ones, our friends, our family, um, our kids, you know, our communities. And we're looking at it like this doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel like who I want to be. 
And when you have multiple batons, you have multiple races that you're running through that put you in this place, you get fed up, or at least you should, where you're like, hold on, I don't like how this feels. I don't like what this does. That's when the shift begins. That's when that place in your brain, in your heart, in your soul, in your spirit is moved differently and no longer operates in the same frequency. It no longer operates in that same, you know, thought process. So with that being said, that means you need to take a step back. And that's that idea of sitting in that fear, sitting in that unforeseen, you know, circumstances. Granted, you may not be able to do this alone. There are just certain things you cannot do alone. I don't care how much you convince yourself, how much you try to tell yourself, you know, there's things you will not see, you cannot see, it's not for you to see. That's why they're there. You're going to need help. And how you, you know, seek out help matters. I want to be very clear. When you are exploring, dealing with, confronting a place of fear, it is a very vulnerable, scary, confusing, frustrating place. It can go right or it can go wrong. And the point is that when you decide to explore and understand and deal with those parts of your life, you need to be self-aware at the parts where you can't walk in this, this park alone. You need someone with a light. You need someone with a greater understanding. You may need someone to say, listen, wait till the sun comes up, honey, because then you'll be able to reveal and understand. It'll be easier for you to digest what actually is going on. And this is where a therapist comes in. This is where um, a psychologist comes in. This is where your dream team comes in. This is where you let God in, most importantly, to say and share with you, what do I need to be doing? Where do I need to be? It's that idea of subjecting all your fears, your discomfort, your your control, your you know grips, and giving it away so that way it can be in a safe place with someone or, or somewhere um, to be taken care of so you can have that growth. Now, the other part, you know, about doing the work that I kind of mentioned a lot earlier is the fact that once you reach that place, you have to be open enough to listen. There's two parts to it. So there's listening, obviously. So hearing what is actually being said, because again, you could be perceiving something that this person's not to transmit to you. So you may have to ask questions. You may have to go and dive in and really explore you know, their findings or what they're trying to actually say so that way you can understand it, you know, and that takes some, that takes some work. It definitely takes some work because there is a trust factor that you're going to be open enough to give them the access that they need to then give you the information you need to do whatever you need to do with it. Then part two of all of that would definitely have to be to know yourself enough. So listening to those red flags, those boundaries, those moments where you feel out of body, those moments where you feel like this doesn't smell right, this doesn't feel right, this doesn't look like it. And, you know, even sometimes when it does to say, give me clarity, 
give me an understanding, speak to me and speak to me directly. Give me that honest and true and pure truth that I need so I can hold on to that. I can survive with that. Now, those two parts um, take time. And especially when you're knocking on a door and you've, you found you know a possibility and you have to go through those places, it's so important to still pour the love and the attention and the well-being back into yourself because that's going to take away your strength. That's going to take away your capacity. That's going to take away the way you envision, the way you look at life, the way you handle things. And there's going to be a shift. There's going to be a change. It's going to, it's going to affect a lot of things, depending on what you're dealing with before. You have to look fear into the eye. And as you start to do that, you start to, like I mentioned, unlock different parts of you that you've never seen before that sometimes other people have seen. So you ever get those times where maybe people have said to you like, you know, you could be someone really great. You know, you could do something amazing. You know, you have the capability of changing the world. You genuinely can do something with yourself in ways that no one else in this world can. Well, I have, (laughs) hence why I'm doing this and everythinginme.com. But I didn't always see those things. I didn't always understand those things because I wasn't at that place in life or I didn't have that insight that I needed. I didn't confront those fears like I had to in order to unlock or to see or to experience or to participate in that new journey. It took me having to shed the fear behind X, Y, and Z. I think it's it's so important for people to understand that the person that you see today, the person that is talking to you right now, the person that you're dealing with is a person who has gone through a lot of disappointments, lies, um, you know, people wishing the worst on you, literally preying on your downfall. This person has chosen to not pursue or counteract those behaviors counteract and say, you know what, because I failed, I'm going to fail as a person for myself. And I'm going to say to that person, I won't have no parts with you. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you are. I don't care what you're capable of being. I'm not going to invest in you anymore because I failed. You failed. What's the point? I have chosen a lot of times the road that is closed off, that seems like there's not enough space to fit through. And I've broken so many boundaries and so many things that I didn't think I could. I I still am amazed at who I am. And that's the, the thing about it all. I think we all have those capabilities. It's not a time limit thing. And that's another thing too, that's a fear that I cannot defy the odds of time um, to become the person I want to become, create the impact I want to be, I want to have, you know, do what I want to do. There's so many things in my life too, that I, I too struggle with. Cause I thought that by now I would be more stable. I would have so much other things going for me. I thought I was going to be married with kids. There's so many things that I, God laughs at all the time. Cause he's like, you are crazy. I got something for you, but go ahead and think what you want to think. And as I started to let go of those fears of 
not being loved so hard in a, and, and, and elevated so much by my spouse, you know, to put me to that level of marriage and what that means for me and, you know, kids and what that means for me. And this whole idea, it really and truly showed me a different person. It showed me who I really am. And I love this person that I am. I love who I am. And I'm not going to lie to you. Sometimes I question that person because I'm like, dude, sometimes you just, you don't jive well with certain people or certain situations. And why do you feel so detached? Why do you feel so like you don't want to participate? You don't want to be, and don't get me wrong. I, I can be an introvert, honey. That's not a problem. But I also like to be an extrovert. I like to be in environments where I'm celebrated, where there's good energy, where there's well wishes, You know, there's so many different environments in which I, you know, want to be super excited about and proud of, but sometimes it just doesn't, it doesn't move me. I'm just not there anymore. It's just not where I want to be. And coming to terms with that can be very frustrating because the environment in which you build around you, once you level up, it's not going to feel the same. It's not going to look the same. And it almost happens instantly. As soon as you make the decision to to chuck forward, to move forward, and this may be your work environment, your home environment, you know, your club that you're a part of, it may be so many different things. And I think that's when chapters start to close and that's when, you know, things start to shift because here you are wanting more, doing more for yourself, and you're expecting to be in the same environment that you felt that way where you wanted more. You wouldn't have felt that way had you had had everything you deserved or everything you needed. So let's be very clear. There's a reason in which things no longer fit or make sense or are working towards your benefit. And so that's where you need to take a step back, understand that, recognize that, adjust, and move forward. Now, when you move forward or when you put yourself, you know, like I said, in this higher elevation, the fear is that you're not going to find your tribe. You're not going to be in a place where you can grow. People are going to be shedding left and right. You're not going to have the support you need. You're not going to have the the same look and feel, that warm, fuzzy feeling of the, the environment that you're so used to. And it's just like, it's growing up. It really is growing up. Does it mean you get lonelier? Does it mean that you no longer have the same environment. Um, I wouldn't say lonelier because I think being lonely is, is a, is a choice because fostering relationships, fostering, um, you know, connections takes work on either side. And it's, it's something about being social and something about being invested in that person's happiness in some way, shape or form. It may be confusing, but it is very much attainable. You can definitely attain growth and still have a connection with individuals. It's about humbling yourself and just being so grateful to be in the predicament that you're in. Um, You know, I think there's something to be said by people who are in high places, but yet connect with people in the lowest of the low, excuse that, in the lowest of the low because of the fact that those individuals, they understand, they have this unspoken word where you have people like the Dalai Lama or you have people like Nelson Mandela who connect with millions and millions of people because it's that unspoken word that they understand what it is or they appreciate where they're where they are and they don't look at 
individuals like, oh, you emulate me, you want to be me, you're happy that I'm me, and you just want to be around me. It's more of, I'm so grateful to be around you. Thank you as well for allowing me to be around you. And you 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 develop this genuine connection in which I totally would love to have um, with more people, you know, and I know through this platform, it allows me to speak to an audience that I wouldn't naturally be able to gravitate to. And that's why I say for those of you who have been listening to me for the past almost year now, I really appreciate it because you give me the light that I need, you know, to see the numbers, to see the people, to see the age group, to see the audience, you know, in which who's choosing to spend their time with me and listen to my perspective, my views, my insights, the things that I, you know, hold very close to me um, is, is a beautiful thing. And I'm just so grateful for it. I'm just so thankful. And that's why I'm always in the, the business of thanking everyone because I find it to be so beautiful that something that means something, it means so much to me, like this whole platform, this whole experience of just going through my thoughts and talking them through, you got to understand there were times of my life where having these conversations, I remember craving these types of intellectual conversations and not having access to them because the environments in which I participated in were not on that vibration. They were not on that level. And so I was deprived. I was put in a position where I had to listen to nonsense, be a part of it because I felt like in order to be um, welcomed, in order to be accepted, in order to be a part of a tribe, I had to deal with that. I had to, you know, um, participate in that. But as I've gotten older, there are different ways in which I can celebrate me and I can express myself and I can share myself and I can be open and be vulnerable. As, and, and I have been on so many occasions with this platform. And just to see the fact that I am living my truth. I am putting my truth out to the world to hear and to see. I really do try hard to be transparent but I also try hard to also keep the dignity and the respect of those who have impacted and affected my life in both negative and positive ways there. Because the reality is it's so, it's so easy in this day and age to just dish out all the dirt and hear the juice and X, Y, and Z, but self-care and, you know, self-therapy and all of those things is is a very delicate, delicate thing. It's not easy. It's an everyday journey. It's everyday, you know, moment where you're trying to spend time with yourself to learn yourself and adapt and grow and change and, you know, teach, you know, and, and provide a service to others and be responsible for others' perceptions of you. Um, it's not easy, but it's very rewarding to have individuals or someone who gets you, who understands you, who understands where you're coming from, what you mean, what you're saying. And that's a blessing. And I wouldn't change that for the world. I think when you're more of who you are, you start to attract the quality in which you crave and you desire. But the more that you, you know, allow parts of you to not be true or allow parts of you to just exist and not really be thoughtful, 
it may feel like the masses, you know, love you and want to be a part of you or want to get a piece of you, but you're not even you. You're what you need to be. You are that puppet. You know, you are that person who is just mimicking, who is just reacting, who is not thinking, who is not dividing themselves into their own being. And because of that, it's going to be a hell of a ride. I will tell you this, that you don't feel in control. You don't feel like you're even a part of. You're just zoning out. You're just there. And that's not a great place to be. You know, it definitely feels like you're detached. You're a loss for words. Um, you have a lack of understanding. And the things that I speak of sometimes feel very hard to um, understand because it's not taught, it is not discussed, it is not celebrated, it's not encouraged. And I find that, you know, it's really about when you find your niche, when you find your tribe, when you find your avenue. You just, you walk right through because that's where you're supposed to be. And that's all I'm trying to do. That's all I want to do is be a part of the environment, the community in which I belong. And in order to do that, I have to do the work that is within myself that no one else can do. So I can find my own, I can find my tribe, I can find my environment, my community and be celebrated and to be um, welcomed within that. It's not easy. It's not fun. (laughs) but it's definitely something that I'm very proud of. And this endeavor is something I'm super proud of. And I don't usually like to give myself credit. I don't like to pat myself on the back. I don't like to acknowledge my accomplishments. I don't like to throw them out there either, but this one feels different. This one feels like this is where I'm supposed to be when I'm doing it. And for that, I'm forever grateful. I just want to thank you guys again for listening. And I hope that you'll check out everything in me. No, I know you will. If if you've gotten this far in this episode, just looking at the website, saying hello, getting in contact with me would be such a blessing to hear from you because, you know, even recording these, these podcasts, I just think of the people listening and their circumstances and why you even thought to click on this episode and like, what was so great about it? Like, what did you want from it? Because that fuels my service and it gives me a lot of times a validation that I I so desperately want to make sure and just also to feel at ease that I'm accepted in a space where it can be so judgmental. And I'm pretty sure there's some haters out there as well too, but that's okay because I'm comfortable. I'm secure with myself. I want to be very clear. I'm very secure within myself, even in my insecurities, because I know them and I understand them. And I'm working through them. I'm not sitting in them and pointing at others. I'm participating in the growth of designing an individual in which I can be happy with. And that to me is a beautiful feeling. So I hope you guys take care of yourselves. And, you know, in my next episode, we'll chat some more.